Welcome to Smooch's Podcast. I'm your host, Antrell. I created the Smooch's Podcast to help inspire, to help empower, and to help you find your true authentic self through storytelling and laughter. So let's get inspired. Let's listen to some good storytelling. And if you're ready, let's get into the podcast. Smooches! Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, Smooches Podcast. I'm your host, Entrell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. And I guess I need to say, welcome me back to the podcast. Where have I been? So let's just dive right into the things. Um, And just starting off with where have I been? So I had every intentions to come back to the podcast after the last episode and um, life happens. So I had a really serious situation uh, within my family that I actually had to attend to. It wasn't me, but it was someone else. And um, we got that situated, but I had to take some time away to be able to help them get well, get better, and then I could return. Okay, so not even just that. I also started to um, rebrand my business. So it's been a lot of change happening. And if anyone's um, had to rebrand their business, there's a lot that goes into it um, from visions and things like that. And it's just a whole bunch and uh, a lot. And I became very overwhelmed with that. And it was just like, I can't get all of the things done, but I missed talking to you guys. This was killing me. I could not get on here just to talk to you. And um, yeah, so that's what's been happening. Um. Nothing else really special. I feel like, too, like these months are going by really fast, very quickly. I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but I definitely feel like that. I feel like the months are just going by. I promise you, I feel like yesterday was March and today is what, June? This is crazy, crazy. Oh, and something else that happened special in my life. So you guys know that I had lost my dog and TJ, little barky TJ that used to be in the background. And um, I have a new dog. Yes. got Listen, I know what you guys are thinking. Like you haven't really healed from, you know, um, your 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 last dog, but it wasn't my intentions to go right into having another dog or even I hadn't had a thought about that because I was still grieving. Um, But I guess this is God's way of speaking to me. And I tell you, when I tell people that God has a crazy sense of humor, he really does. Uh, So I got a text and just asking me if I knew someone who wanted a dog. Yes. How coincidental. So I answered the text with 
kind of curiosity a little. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I started to just ask questions. <laughs> like I had intentions on really getting a dog, but I didn't. But I just wanted to know. Um, just in case, you know, I found someone, I wanted to pass on this information. I wanted to have all the details. Um, and maybe just some curiosity for me too. So um, I end up finding out that the person, you know, uh, wanted to give the dog t- um, to someone who could, um, who who wanted a dog. Um, her situation was different um, and she wanted to make sure the dog went to a good home. So automatically like the wheel started turning in my head. Yeah, you guys, if you are a dog lover and you this is the weirdest thing because I coincidentally um became a dog lover. I was afraid of dogs, never really wanted a dog, and I just became this dog person and this is the weirdest thing. I despised dogs. This was one of the things like I didn't want to be bothered. I became a dog person legitly overnight. I feel like I was forced into it and then like I just became a dog person. So um, I got a picture of the dog and oh my gosh, from the fur to the little feet, everything. It was a little baby. So I think roughly like four months or so she was. And, you know, I get these butterflies in my stomach right away. And um, I just felt like, why are you even thinking about this? Why are you even putting the thoughts in your head that you possibly want to even go down this road again? So I... I immediately like text back, oh my gosh, she's so sweet. And um, I got the deets on her and um, I was going back and forth. And after like a long, like two days or so, I was just like, I want her. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to take her. And so the exchange went through and then um, it was time for me to pick her up. And guys, I went back and forth last minute, like to to turn away and get out of the situation of getting her because my heart was still I was still mourning. Like, you know, I'm I'm still dealing with the loss and I I don't know if I was truly just thinking about all of that, but I I had just doubts about picking the new dog up. And um, I didn't know if I was doing the right thing, you know? And I, I told myself, if 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 you're going to feel like this, you probably don't want to go through and um, go through with the adoption and getting the new puppy and that. So going through all these things, I was like, oh, goodness, I'm really about to do this. And so right before... I got a text to just confirm like the time, the day, all that. And I was like, can you just send me one more picture? And this time I got some full blown pictures of her. And I was just like, I want her. Oh my gosh, I want her. Because I had went back and forth with my daughter 
about this. She was like, mom, if you really want the dog, you have to get the dog. You keep trying to change it and make it about this and that. Do you want her or not? And I guess that's what I was struggling with. And um, I really did want her. Once I got the pictures, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to have her. She just melted my heart when I got those little pictures. I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm really about to do this. So I confirmed a date and a time, y'all. So it was like set in stone. It was concrete. And um, there was no turning back at this point. I just started to go and shop for doggy supplies and things like that. And it just became more real because I realized I was really about to do this thing again. (laughs) And um, so I've had her for a few months now. So she, when I got her, she was about four, she was four months. So now she's six and um, she's the sweetest little thing. Um, She is a mixture. She's a uh, Havapu. She's a mixture of a Havanese and a miniature poodle. And she is adorable. She is teething. She's biting on everything with her little teeth. She likes to play fetch. We're working out this potty training thing. And she is just a feisty little mama. And I am totally in love with her. She is amazing. And we still have Millie. Millie is our big baby. Um, She's still the boss around here and um, she's still doing her thing. Uh, So that is another part of the update. I almost actually forgot about that, but um, that's a huge big part of what's been happening right now um, or what has happened in my life and um, yeah so yeah it's a lot I guess you know Um, so let's get into the thing so what is happening out in this world right now there's a lot going on y'all like I mean um, there's always something to talk about I feel like it's just like what do I talk about this is the thing. What what do I talk about? It's a whole lot. But current events um, in our celebrity world, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of a, a comedian by the name of DC Young Fly. Uh, he was on the show uh, Wilding Out uh, or is on the show Wilding Out. He's currently still on the show. So he had a girlfriend by the name of Miss Jackie O, and they had three children together. And this news, guys, just is super, super sad because um, this young lady, still very, very young with babies, legit babies, is no longer here. So allegedly she passed away from a uh, mommy makeover procedure after like the post uh, recovery time, like she passed away after. And um, man, guys, this is just like really hitting home for me because I feel like when as a woman and a woman who has children, I always felt the pressure to 
be a certain way, look a certain way, but not as heavy, I feel like, as it is right now when um, when I have my kids. Um, I feel like now you have to legit snap back. This is like almost second nature. You you don't have a choice. You you have to snap back. This is what is expected of new mothers. Have a baby, lose the weight. Have the baby, get back to looking like you never had a child. And uh, society is wicked. And I don't know if it's something to do with men as well. Uh, or it could just be women us in general like we might just feel like we need to be our best or we're just striving to be our best and our best is to look good this is how we portray that we're 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 being our best and because there's another side of it where you can just be healthy you can take care of yourself and just love the skin that you're in because Going through the process of having a baby and carrying that child and all of that, that is amazing. The changes that your body goes through is amazing. Afterwards, we know that it's not going to be the same. And people are just like, oh, people snap back and they do this and they do that. Okay, very few. And it might be a genetic thing. And for others... We some people just don't have that lucky gene, right? And it just comes to a point you can do the best that you can do on your own. Let your body live its life without finessing or changing, tweaking things. If you don't have to, if it's not medically necessary, I feel like when we try to control, um gravity or the changes that we are going to go through, sometimes I feel like we might live to regret it. Uh, When does it become a thing where we can just be comfortable in our own skin? That's, uh, oh, I didn't tell you the puppy's name too. I digress. (laughs) So her name is Coco. She's in the background too. You might be able to hear her. so when do we just be when when are we when can we just be comfortable with how we look? When is that okay? When is that enough? And I mean it's seriously like we can absolutely take care of ourselves to the point where we don't need the surgery. And I understand it's harder for others than other people. Everybody's different. But that's the part we have to accept. And anyone who's living in the fantasy world and feels like, oh, you don't look like this or you don't look like that. So you don't look like you're supposed to or that you don't you don't meet this criteria. Then, I mean, just oh, well, because. If you love yourself, that's 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 enough, you know. And and then again, I don't know their family dynamic. I don't know what it was like. Um, I I I I, th- I have to believe that he was a loving and supporting husband. But she was a beautiful woman already, Miss Jackie O. She was um, 
she was a, a beautiful woman. I, I just, um, I just don't see um, what she needed to change. But again, we beat ourselves up about different things. And what we may feel is perfect or acceptable and, oh, that's not bad at all. Someone else might feel like, well, I came from higher standards and this is not what I'm used to. And I get that because I remember having kids and I was like, oh, man, like my body is like way different. Like this is something that I'm used to. But, you know, with hard work, you get back to the way that you were, um, but you don't get quite back to the way that you were. And that's something that I accepted because I knew that I was a woman. I wasn't a young girl anymore. So this was my woman body. And I accepted every curve and every stretch mark, everything. I embraced it all. And I feel like women, we are just held to higher standards to look a certain way. And the pressure is absolutely real. And it takes a very strong person to just be like, okay, I'm going to work at it. I'm not going to be pressured to do this and to do that because it is possible to just work at it. But working at it is hard work. And I can only imagine her being a mom of three, to to get in a gym or to do the work, it, it had to be almost like impossible to be, still be that 100%, 110% really mom that she was because she was very hands-on. Um, she was always with her kids. She was always doing things with the family, bringing the family together, outside members of the family, like keeping people together. That takes a lot of work. And she probably just didn't have the time. And when you trust doctors to go in to perform a procedure for you, you are trusting them with your life, really. And um, I just, it's just so unfortunate. These kids have to grow up without a mom and for the baby because the the baby is the youngest I think he's a little boy and um he won't even remember her you know and that is just wild to me they have to it's just it's just devastating because I never want someone to be pulled away from their kids for something I feel like it was just not necessary, you know? And then to these doctors doing these shady procedures, like they need to be stopped. Absolutely, 100%, because it should be okay for someone to go and get a surgery or to tweak something and and to come out okay. Because for one, please alert me if I'm in danger of something. And then two, don't just do the procedure on me and leave me just to recover on my own because I still am going to need your assistance to get to my recovery status. So again, I just, my prayers go out to their family because this is a lot. This is unexpected and 
it's going to take a village to keep those babies together and to take care of them. And I, it's just something unthinkable. And that is just devastating. And I think that was one of the things that just like totally blew my mind. And I never really even, um, I hadn't really heard a lot about her. Um, but finding out more about her, it's just like, she was amazing. She she really was. She was a family person. Um, she had a YouTube channel um, and she celebrated her family and her kids. The last uh, video that was posted um, that I got an opportunity to watch, she, she took her daughters to go and see The Little Mermaid. And they did the costumes and that. It was just really, really special. And wow. You know, it really touches home because I, I went to see The Little Mermaid with my daughter as well. And they... These are the moments that are, that are going to be missed. Her daughter's going to miss. And to me, to myself, speaking to myself and just knowing, coming from that world of losing a mom at a young age, you you are going to just feel like really deeply disconnected from the world. And they're going to need all the support. And being so young that they, as they are, they're going to need a lot of support. Because those moments are going to come and they're going to hit them like a ton of bricks. Because they're going to go through life without a mom and they're going to see other people who will have mothers around and have that support system. And that's something they might be longing for and that they can never truly grasp and have. And that's just like, oh, that's that's hard. That's a tough one. I still suffer today um, that loss from losing my mother. And it's just something that you just, you can never get back. It's just something that you just will always feel a void in your heart about. And um, again, my prayers just go out to their family. And I just really hope that they can um, stay together, stick together and raise those babies the best as they can. Okay, moving on to other things. Now, I don't know if you guys have um, or love TikTok or like TikTok or been on TikTok or heard of TikTok. If you haven't at least heard of TikTok, where have you been? Where are you living on this earth? (laughs) So um, TikTok is very, very useful. It's helpful. It's a tool. Um, It can make you laugh if you're having a bad day, and it can be a big time waster. Ooh. And I have to stay away from TikTok because the getting caught up is real. Seriously. So there's this TikTok challenge that's going on. And um, I guess, so what it is, is that the challenge is that people are using lighters um, in a paint can. Like, so they'll like, spray the the paint and then use the lighter and it's supposed to like ignite flames or something. So this is what young teenagers are doing. So there's a 16 year old who did this challenge and um, it went bad. So he did the challenge. The flames went everywhere. So there was um, a lake 
nearby. So he went to go and put himself into the lake to get the flames off and all of that. And um, it didn't end too, too well for him. Um, he he went into the water looking one way and came out looking a total different person, like a totally different person. So he had nearly 80% of burns on his body. So it is said that this team will have to spend up to six months in the hospital. And I I just really don't know what is happening because, okay, I'm not even going to lie. The dance challenges and things like that are cool to do and do all that. But when it comes to these challenges, like what, what possesses people to want to try these challenges and and do them I just I just really don't know because to me I just feel like oh man you have to be a bold son of a gun to do something like that because we're talking about a paint can the whole thing could have exploded because as soon as you ignite it with the lighter and that like the whole thing could have just been like boof and blew up like Absolutely. This 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 is a thing that I just really don't truly understand because you are really playing Russian roulette at this point. It's like, I don't even know like the percentages of it going well, you know, and I don't even know what the TikTok um was I think it was banned um so it was blocked so you can't you couldn't even see it after this event had occurred and um yeah that's it's just wild like these TikTok stunts have to stop like there was one with Benadryl I mean the stuff is just wild like I I don't know what possesses people to try these things and I know Young teenagers and things like that, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try things. That's their mindset. But like we have to be a little smarter when it comes to these different challenges and things like that. When you're dealing with fire, medication, things of this nature, these are things you cannot, you might not come back from if they're handled in the wrong way. And uh, at 16, you know this. I feel bad for him. I hope he recovers. But we have to be mindful, everyone, of these TikTok challenges because we're not just talking about a simple dance. We're talking about fire, paint, explosives. It's real. So, yeah, we have to do a lot better. A lot better. It, they're very entertaining to look at. Sometimes a little cringy because I'm like, who would do that? Who would do that? But there are people out there that will try anything, really. So I really feel like this is what the whole podcast is going to be about. Just catching up with things. 
about just discussing the things that are going on right now. And a lot of it is celebrity stuff. But, you know, again, I can't help myself. Like, I need to process and talk to you guys about these things. So the Beyonce on, um, I'm about to say on the run tour, <laughs> Renaissance tour is happening. And uh, I feel like Beyonce is a great performer, right? I really enjoyed her performing on the On the Run tour, too. And her and Jay-Z were phenomenal. I had a blast. When I mean to tell you, two of my favorite people performing together, I feel like I got the ultimate package, right? So I could be okay with not seeing another Beyonce concert. So, but I'm feeling like I'm having FOMO, right? Because I'm not going to this tour only because uh, me and my daughter, we had planned on going, but she's doing summer school and I told her I'm not going to go without her. So it sucks for her because she's never seen Beyonce on tour but I have, so I know what she performs like, but she has no idea what a live Beyonce concert is like. And I mean, it's full production, honey. But the only thing that's like drives me a little insane, and I mean, I get it. I know Beyonce has some injuries. She's not performing like what I'm used to, right? And I'm not even at the concert. So how do I know if she's performing or not? But just from the video footage and things that I'm seeing, she's not performing. She's doing a lot of, you know, her singing and things like that. She's performing, but not what we're used to, right? Um, And I mean, that's okay because she's paid her dues. She can walk around the stage the whole entire concert and just sing. And I'm okay. Just as long as we get all of the effects and things like that. But I really would like to see her just be in the mix and be dancing and doing her thing. But she's not. And it's, it's okay. But she bought a special guest with her, which is Miss Blue Ivy. And she's performing. And um, that would have been something I really would have loved to see. And I don't know if, if Blue is going to perform at all the venues uh, events, uh, dates and events. Um, but I know that she did perform at the, uh, concert in Paris. I think it was correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but she, she did a pretty good, not a pretty good. She did her thing and people are holding her at a standard where as if she's a professional dancer and, Come on, guys. She's an 11-year-old girl. And for an 11-year-old young lady, she did her thing. And I'm I'm so proud of her to, to be able to dance and keep up with the moves and perform in front of all of those people is amazing. She needs to give herself a pat on the back. And the people who got stuff to say, this is just people talking because we know that that's what people do. But again, I, I see all the costumes and the attire and people are bringing it. This is an event. People are saying that this is possibly her last concert. And I wouldn't be shocked. 
But then again, I don't see Beyonce quitting anytime soon because I feel like she is a mom, right? But I feel like she will give herself breaks in between and then come back and do her thing. But I don't see her slowing down. Uh, I think that she reminds me of like the Diana Rosses, you know, and things like that and the Tina Turners and things like that. So I feel like these women is what she embodies. And I feel like she's going to be performing. Um, so I don't see her going anywhere anytime soon. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm really sad about missing out on that concert. So that sucks. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, moving into other things. Tina Turner passed away, y'all. Like, seriously. I know there's more people have passed away but this one was a gut punch like miss legs herself is not here anymore and i mean like when i got the news i'm like what like what who no this this can't be right this what tina turner oh man it was kind of like taking it back like oh this this i don't know if this is right but it was true. It was definitely true. And um, I know that she had some medical issues that she got through and she got past. Um, she was staying in Switzerland, y'all. So she was living. Right. And uh, she passed away peacefully in her home. And who doesn't want to pass away peacefully? I think. All that she been she had been through, she was a phenomenal lady. Like, seriously, she had been through some things. And for her to come out of that still shining and being able to live life and be happy and not have so, like, trauma, not to have trauma, like, attached to her. And I'm, I'm pretty sure she did, but... It just it just didn't seem like it. it. I'm pretty sure she probably was in counseling and things like that to get through the things that she had been through. Because, again, we don't see everything that happens in uh, the celebrity world and what happens behind their closed door. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that she probably did get some mental health attention. Um, yeah, you know, but I, I, I feel like she... She was dealt better cards after leaving her situation. So that was something to uh, to know that Miss Tina Turner passed away. Like, wow. She, she was a music icon, really. The dancing, the performing. And I mean, she would do her thing and give it her all. And um. The world is going to miss out on her her talent. This one hit me hard. It was like almost when I got the news about Michael Jackson, right? It was like, whoa, what? But Michael hit different. I was really like devastated when I heard that he passed away. I was like, oh, wow. Michael was a part of my childhood and like me becoming an adult and things like that. I was really loving me some Michael Jackson, I don't know too much about the Jackson Fives, but I do know about Michael and Janet and, you know, so, wow. 
Miss Tina Turner. Rest in peace, girl. Okay, y'all. So this is the last celebrity chit-chat we're going to (laughs) have. But this, like, I feel like, let me just tell the story. (laughs) So we all know Meg the Stallion, the rapper. Um, She was dating a gentleman um, and um, he had been like really riding with her through her whole court situation. And I thought they were a really cute couple. Um, I think he might have been in the music industry doing something, but I'm not familiar with him. Okay. So allegedly they're not together. Um, And Meg has moved on. He basically is what allegedly is being said is that he's checked out of the relationship based on the fact that when everything was going down with her case, that it was said that she slept with a lot of rappers, a few rappers. (sighs) Okay, this this is bothering me. Because let's just talk about it really quickly, okay? When you date someone, everybody has a past. Everybody has history. Everybody has done dirt, might have not done dirt. Everybody has a past, right? And when you come into that relationship, you're coming into that relationship for that person and That should be it. Now, I think the only way that... See, the unrealistic things is that women, a lot of us women, we will accept men for all their baggage. When it comes to men, they will not accept us with all our baggage. They want a woman who has a low body count or no body count. And we all know what body count means. But when it comes to them, it's like, oh, I can sleep with anybody. Nobody better better not question me. And I can have a high body count and whatever. But when it comes to the woman, we have to have a low body count. And we have to be this certain type of woman. We have to look a certain way. We have to do this. We have to do that. And then if we don't, it's like it's a turnoff for them. It is just amazing to me. So this gentleman allegedly checked out and he no longer wanted to be with her after having to deal with hearing about her sleeping with these guys. So they're not together anymore. But you know what? I did a double take and I just see Meg with a uh, with an athlete baby winning. That's all I have to say. Winning. She's winning. Sorry for him. You know, if you can't get past the the the, the understanding and the knowing that you're going to be with someone who has slept with someone other than you, then that's just too bad. That's just too bad. Then you just you you just don't want to be with me then. You absolutely just don't want to be with me. But Meg is living her best life. I seen her out at a game that her athlete guy was playing and she went to a wedding and all with him and just looking fabulous with her natural hair just 
blowing in the wind, honey. Fabulous. And I'm sorry for him. The, the, the unrealistic expectations that certain people put on others is just crazy. You can have those expectations, but when we're talking about like setting a bar like that, like what are we talking about? It just irks me. It irritates me that men come across so arrogant like that a lot of the times. And I hear men say, oh, I want her with a low body count or with no body count. What? But do you have a no zero body count or a low zero or a low zero or a low body count? Do you have that? Because if you have that, then I can see where your expectations are coming from. Because once upon a time, when I was dating, <laughs> I mean, before I got wanted to get serious with someone or, you know, I had to think about like, oh, does this person have kids? Um, you know, because that was one big no-no that was on my list. Like, I just, I didn't want to be with someone who had kids because, listen, it's one thing to have kids your own personal kids, but then it's another thing to tolerate someone else's kids. And not even just that, but then you have to deal with the dynamics of the relationship between the parents, um, the co-parenting and that. I I just, I I couldn't do it. Like I'm not built for that. I don't, I don't have, I didn't have the strength to go back and forth and things because I just check out quickly and, um, that would probably have been the end of that relationship because I just don't deal well with those types of conflicts that I feel like are not necessary for me if I don't have kids in my life. And I don't know, like, I just, I didn't know how to handle kids and (laughs) I didn't want to handle somebody else's kids and I don't have any, like, let me experience it for myself and then think about maybe dating someone who has kids and I know how to wrangle the whole situation. Like we can just be stressed out together, I guess, <laughs> or maybe just have a clear understanding because I have kids and you have kids and we can we can work on that together. But I didn't have them and I didn't want that. So, I mean, I get that part when you're equal as and you want someone else equal to you. And what you have going on in your life, then I understand that. (laughs) Just sorry for him, you know, sorry. But Meg, you are doing your thing, honey. This guy that you're with now, he's fine. Yes, I did say fine. And uh, you look happy and he's accepting you for who you are. And that's most important. Sometimes people are not on your level and when they're not on your level, it is time to absolutely just move on. You have to cut your losses and move on. Don't stay. Don't beg. Don't do all of that. Listen, he's stated that he didn't want it. Then it's just like, bye bye. And good thing you did because you're winning. (laughs) You're winning. (laughs) So. Happy for her. Um, I mean, people, seriously, what? <sighs> okay, moving on to the very last topic. And yes, it is celebrity related. Sorry. 
but not sorry. So I took a walk on the wild side. And um, I want I will not watch. Well, yeah, I did watch. I do. I watched the Carisha Please podcast, and Summer Walker was on her show. So let's discuss this a little bit. And so Summer Walker has um, an album coming out. I get. I think it's called The Soft Life, right? I love the title. Okay. Soft life. This is the thing now, y'all. We have to be living the soft life, honey. We ain't living a hard life no more. We ain't doing that. Mm-mm. So her and Miss Carisha had a lot to talk about. And I mean, like, it was just interesting <laughs> because I pictured Summer Walker to be this wild girl. And I mean, I'm not judging. I'm not saying because the way she comes across or anything like that. But I just thought she was this fun girl who was just like, but I have to remember, I think she was a little reserved coming out and she didn't want to wear this and didn't want to wear that. Like, you know, I think she just became or um, or grew into her womanhood. Right. So, um they they were playing a game. I'm jumping ahead, but they were playing a game. And um, Summer was like, I'm very boring. So a lot of these are going to be no. And I was just really shocked <laughs> at a lot of um, her answers. And she she just didn't have them for a lot of the cards. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, um, OK, Summer, you know, um, you are your own woman. What we think we know about you, we don't know. So she talked, um, she talked about her kids um, and well, just really briefly, just about being a mother. Um, and she discussed a little bit about her relationship and how it was toxic. And how she just had to walk away. And I felt like she went through a ton during this period of her, um, with her relationship with London on the track. I'm hope, I hope I'm saying this name correctly, but she went through a lot with him. And, um, you know, I, I, I have to wonder because, um, I know that she had a kid with him, and then she went on to have twins with someone else. And she's with neither one of the gentlemen. Uh, a part of me is, is happy for her that she can just move on and just be done with it. But a part of me is sad because I feel like when we get into these situations with guys where we feel as though... We get into these so-called committed relationships. It gets really deep. It gets really heavy. We have babies and then it's over. That part I hate. Like, I mean, I understand that a lot of us have seen this growing up. But again, people, we're talking about breaking generational curses. And I don't like to see this for her 
because it, it comes to a point where we have to stop it. We absolutely have to stop it. And when she talks about how she, because on the show, on the podcast, she speaks about how she went through like a depression or maybe like a, a hormonal imbalance or something like that. And I mean, I get that totally. She said she just needed help. Her, her kid's father, London on the track, wasn't uh, supportive or there during this time. And um, she just needed support. And I guess she wasn't getting it. And um, she said that once she had her two kids, um, her two twins, that now she feels as though things are easier for her because she has to help uh, with the kids. And this is what I'm saying. When having kids, it takes a village. And it's not a guarantee that it's going to work out if you get married or anything else, but try to make it as stable as possible. Try your darndest, try your hardest to make sure as stable as you can because it is going to take a village and it's not going to be easy. And um, just to hear her speak about things that she went through and that what was just sad to me. And I think that her understanding is that, okay, she's not going to be the type of person to block herself from love. She's going to try it, but I just would like to see her try it and be a little more stable with her relationship choices and not to be judgy or anything like that. I understand this is a different day and time and age and we are into having situationships and things like that. It's what it's called. And um, it's accepted for just that. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I feel like when we know better, we definitely need to try and do better. And it just falls right in line with it's okay to be single. It's okay to uh, just date be boyfriend and girlfriend and have kids because you don't have to be married. You don't. You absolutely do not. But when you're bringing kids and things like that into a whole situation, you have to be very careful and you have to think about what is happening. You have to stop and ask, what are we doing? After the first kid, I found myself asking after having my, my my son, what 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 are we doing? Because I wasn't married when I had my son, but I got married after I had him and before I had my daughter because I was like, whoa, I got a whole kid right here, but I need to know what is going on, what's going to happen. I need to know something because it just got real, right? It just absolutely got real. And I guess like going through the whole thing, you don't really truly think about that. And I needed to think about that. So I think we need to stop because I, I really feel like these stories are sad. And it's a lot that's going on where the young ladies are getting with one guy who might be in the industry or, you know, maybe not in the industry, just, a you know, us regular people. One person might get with one person and then um, it does not work out. And then you are trying to 
move on to somebody else. But just be careful in that process because and really truly think about what what is happening. How do you see your life? How do you, how do you how do you want things to be? Uh, and then, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, they have the money. They have the money to have these kids and it's okay. Oh, I guess like, you know, to each his own. I'm not going to be judgy or anything like that. But money does not fix everything. It's all I'm saying. And um, I think that there's going to be a lot of trauma both ways with the kids and the parent. And I don't know. I just, I, that part of the podcast just had me very, very sad for her. Um, yeah, she says she's happy now. She's happy with her three kids and it's easier for her because she has help. But at the end of the day, do you feel as though you are, are, are truly happy? Do you feel that you're truly happy with where you are? I just got to feel that a part of you is... You're going to doubt. But I mean, a lot of the times you have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you just have to move and and be graceful about it and just move on to better things. And I feel like every relationship is a learning process. You learn from everything. But I just would like to see us have better, choose better, make better choices, men and women. Like I'm not putting this all on women because men definitely have responsibility in these things as well. I just would like to see on both ends choices being made that are going to be beneficial for everyone. The kids, the parents, the whole dynamic. And that just made me sad. You know, that made me sad for her because I kind of can hear pain in her voice. And even though it's not like... um it wasn't so obvious, like just the way it wasn't like really in her tone. It was just the way she was telling the story. So, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, when we have relationships and we get into these relationships, the other person might be very manipulating and and tricks us into thinking that they're going to be there for us and support us. And it doesn't always work out. And that can be, you can be manipulated in a marriage or not in a marriage. But the thing is, we have to learn from it. If you absolutely do not learn from the first situation, you, you, you're, it's going to happen again and you're going to be in it again. And it's like, huh. And I just want for the current generation just to learn from things have, that have happened. But we are going down the wrong road. And I don't want them to end up like this baby mama culture is real. There's so many single young women out here just because the man has money status. They are willing to have these kids with them. And 
they will do these elaborate baby showers like they're a wedding because they know they're probably not going to be married to this person because of who they are and how they move. And it is okay. They'll do these these uh, photo shoots that are very elaborate and almost like wedding pictures because they know I feel like at the end of the day that this um, this person's not going to marry me. This is what I'll have. This is the most elaborate it's going to get. And it's sad. Like, ha, ha, ha. If this is the way that I want to live, then that's one thing. But I'm not going to have, like, several different babies. Like, after that second time, I'm just gonna like, you know what? No, absolutely freaking not. I have to choose differently. I have to be wiser. We got to, I got to think a different way. This can't be, this can't be good. It can't be good. It just, a lot of stress comes out of having multiple people in a relationship, adult wise, and maybe with kids. And it becomes a blended thing because you, you because you have multiple kids with different people, men, women, and these are blended families, co-parenting that are not always picture perfect. And I don't really see, I can't really handle a lot of stress. So to me, that just seems very stressful. I would lose it. I know I would lose it. Like I have low tolerance for things and I just don't know how to handle those situations well. And I mean, I know there's other people out there that are like me and probably don't choose to have a situation like that. But I feel like a lot of these women are going into these relationships with hope as well. Hope that for the the peaceful family and it doesn't turn out like that. And for Summer Walker, I feel bad because... She got with this guy and he was, uh, he had kids, you know, a kid already and she had no kids. And this goes back to what I was saying, how I didn't want someone with kids when I was dating because that whole thing is very tricky, right? It is so tricky once you get into that whole situation. And, uh, you know, some people are flexible, I, I just couldn't be at that moment because I didn't know how to maneuver with kids around me. I didn't have any of my own and I didn't want to put myself in those situations. I just, I, I did not want it. I would not know how to navigate through those situations. I wouldn't have done it to myself. But that is the last story I wanted to talk about, guys. I don't know. Get the conversation going where you are. How do you feel about this baby mama culture? How do you feel about women going into having children and not needing the dad? Is it something that is to be desired by certain women? Or, you know, like, what is the thought process behind it? Do you feel like it's a thought process behind it? Because I have a lot of questions 
I'm not judging anyone because I still say to each his own, I can't live other people's lives. And I'm just curious to understand how we get to this situation and how it's okay and feels okay to have multiple different partners and have different kids with these people. Because again, we're not talking about just summer. We're talking about like people like Love, Sean Combs, Puffy, people like him, Future. It's not just women. We have baby daddy culture too. And these things just are mind boggling to me. And it's like people go into it as it's not a oops situation. I don't I don't really feel like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm being judgy again. Maybe it is oops situations. I don't know. But I feel like when do we start being serious about these things? Going into these situations with intention. I don't know. I really don't know. So I would love to hear your thoughts about it. Maybe I'll get this on Insta, get it going on Instagram, and um, you can chime in. I don't know. This is definitely a topic that can be talked about amongst friends because this is the type of kitchen table talk that we have. We all know. And it's not to judge anyone. It's just that I think that we would love to see change, but I think this is the way of the world, actually. And um, it's either you get with it or you're going to be the odd person out. Like, they still make you? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah. (sighs) So that's all. That's it. That's all I wanted to talk about on this podcast episode. Just really get caught up on the current events, celebrity life, things like that that's going on. Because this world... I'm obsessed with it, okay? It gives me life. (laughs) And I don't know if it's bad or good, but I love it. I really do. We'll be back on topic next week. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Smooch's family. Thank you to anyone who has stumbled across this podcast. And I hope you become a listener. Please follow me on Instagram, Smooches Podcast. Email me at smoochespodcast at gmail.com. Um, become part of the family. Subscribe to the podcast so that you are aware when the podcast is uploaded. Um, like um tell a friend share the podcast yeah i love you guys and thank you so much for your support it is so appreciated i'm looking to and i want to grow the podcast and i can only do it if you share if you get people interested in the podcast if you like the podcast rate This is how we get recommended. And um, yeah, so thank you so much. I appreciate you. And until the next time, smooches.